Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. I'm back and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass. That's how it's done. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to Rob and Slim Interviews with Rob. Sports, am I right? And Slim. What about politics? Internet Radio's Finest. Rob and Slim Show. Hey, what's up, guys? What's What's going on, Ken? Ken Carlson, uh, actor, director, comic book creator, and more. How are you, dude? I am well. How are you guys doing? Good, good. And uh, we're doing our last season, Ken. We decided this is it, bro. So uh, it's it's been well, so... Well, man, uh, congratulations and lamentations all at the same time. Yeah, we feel the same. It's been a long run, but we're just super happy. We've gotten to connect with you over the years with so many different projects, too. Like for Dead Drift uh, was the first, and Penny Palabras, uh, and... Hellbound was... Hellbound, yeah, Slant Six, and a, and a, there was at least one other, right? Uh, Roscoe, that we talked about. Yeah, oh, Roscoe the Junkyard Cat, and yeah. then we did this thing called Enter the Mind Dungeon, which won Best Gamer Film at Gen Con. I was going to ask how that's doing. That's like a Dungeons & Dragons uh, documentary, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, so it was like we shot it as like a, it was supposed to be a feature film. We wrote a script for a feature film, but then we put together a proof of concept, like a short film, to show to people to raise money. And that short film won Best Gamer Film at Gen Con this year. And we were actually getting ready to shoot the entire film uh, 2020. Like February 2020, I was like booking venues for the summer. And then, you know, there's this thing that happened. Yeah, that thing. Did it pick up at all? (laughs) Or uh, I I know this new thing of the thing is getting crazy. It's been so long and everybody kind of not just went their own separate ways, but like people, you know, lived their quarantine lives and whatnot. And it's... It's basically, it's not going anywhere. Now they're all content to be inside and not shaving, and they're like, I'm not coming outside again. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, man. But well, Hellbound... You know, it, was, it, was a great, it was a great project. It was fun to work on, and yeah. uh, you know, on to the next thing. Ah, but Hell, Hellbound Slam 6, dude, you, you had uh, two, two come out so far. Uh, the second was great. I know you sent... Me and Slim, uh, that one, and it had the uh, Patrick Swayze in it. Yeah, cool. <laughs> oh, it was great. That whole uh, uh, bar scene though was great. There, I think Hitler was there, Elvis was there, uh, John Wayne was there. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that bar scene, man, that was one of my favorite things. Um, Super. And cool. it was actually uh, you guys, I think Slim specifically, that suggested suggested. Sorry that. Uh, Patrick Swayze should be in the bar and uh, as a bouncer, great. Uh, a la Roadhouse. And then uh, I added a page to put Patrick Swayze in the bar. Did, awesome. didn't, he hit, hit, didn't he hit on Danielle too, I think? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he totally hit on <laughs> Yes. 
What are you going to say? She, like, she totally fangirls about it, too. She's like, oh, my God, you guys, did Patrick fucking Swayze just hit on me? <laughs> <laughs> and it was just so cool how you, you worked that in, because I remember you and I were talking, and you were like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to make it like, oh, you know, Patrick Swayze died and ended up in hell. And so you made him this, like, he's just so powerful in heaven that he's able to do whatever he wants, <laughs> and he can hang out in hell. And I thought that was, like, really cool. It was a, a cool way right, to, to totally do that. He's totally like a planeswalker, like security guard. He can just go wherever he wants. Yeah, he's freelance. <laughs> he's, 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 and for him, that's his heaven where he could just be like, I want to go bounce at a bar in, yeah. in hell. Like, totally. That's great. Yeah, that's his paradise. He just gets the whoop ass in, in dive bars in hell. But the story, man, it's so good. It goes back to, like, it explains how, uh, was it Kane when he was sent to hell? As, as God sent an angel to like retrieve him. Is that what it was? Yeah. So, so kind of part of the story is that Danielle, the main character, is dragged into hell because she's got this artifact in her possession. And in the second issue, I kind of start to reveal some of the backstory of this artifact, and it turns out it is the Paleolithic hand axe that Cain, that biblical Cain, used to kill his brother Abel. Um, and then the story goes that. Um, you know, Adam, the, the first man, pleads with God to forgive his son Cain so that he can be reunited with him. And, uh, you know, God's like, yeah, all right, okay, cool, whatever, I'll forgive him. And he sends a messenger down there. Uh, but this other guy, this other angel's watching, and he sees, he's like, well, if, uh, if Cain's going to be forgiven, then maybe Lucifer could be forgiven. And fuck that guy, I hate him, he's a dick. Um, so this angel goes to help, or goes first, and convinces Cain to murder the, the messenger from God. And, yeah, it's basically this axe takes on a bunch of magical powers. It eats souls, and and Daniel ends up with it. And Satan needs it. Satan yeah, needs it. Shit. Yeah, it's super good. Is, is this, like, all your own story? Like, it's just so good, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. No, it is. It is all... all well, I mean, obviously, Cain enabling God and all that's not original, but um, well, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a huge fan of, like, taking, like, lore and mythos and and putting your own spin on it that's why i didn't um, know if this was like another like because the bible has so many stories and books i didn't know if this was actually like anything in there like it's just so good so good man dude i i really appreciate to hear that man and, and as far as i know it's it's a pretty pretty original twist and i came up with the main idea you know back when i was a teenager that's and just kind of never did anything with it until until just last year. Do you feel like if you uh, had done it when you, originally, like it might not have been as good as it is now? Like, do you feel that could have could have been no, the case? Absolutely not. I think that it's it's informed by you know twenty additional years of maturation and storytelling experience. So That's I think it's awesome. it's absolutely better now than it would have been if I had done it twenty years ago. That's cool, man. And when is uh, issue three coming out? Issue three. I'm actually going to launch the crowdfunding campaign for issue three. You know, I don't have a hard date, but it's going to be either toward the end of January or sometime in February. Cool, cool. Because it's, it's done and it's ready to go. Oh, wow, wow. That's that's awesome, too. Uh, what can you tell us? Uh, is there any anything you can tell us without spoiling anything? Uh, what's what's it's, coming in? It's actually in? pretty difficult. Uh, so you guys read the second issue, so you know how it ended. Yes. On a pretty big cliffhanger. So they were leaving. Daniel meets this guy in hell. They were leaving but, the bar. They were leaving the bar, right? And like barely escaped. And like this right. demon. Was it a demon and, that, that followed? Like uh, it was her yeah, and Alistair. Uh, Latched onto the car, and then the demon grabs the guy's gun, and then it ends with Danielle and the demon both pointing their guns at Ethan Dodge's head. And then there's 
two shots fired from the exterior of the car. You don't know what happens, and uh, that's the end yes. of issue two. So, yeah, it's hard to talk about issue three without spoilers. Cool. Yeah, no, totally, totally understandable. <laughs> totally. And but the you... main character's alive, obviously, because there's going to be two more issues. <laughs> well, yeah, I saw that, too. Like, I did. You sent me a little uh, sneak peek of three, and I did. I loved it. I checked it out. But then it said there's only four issues altogether, right? Yeah, there's going to be one more issue, and I'm actually drawing that one, you know, right now as I can. Oh my God, I can't wait. I can't wait. It's so good, and I just, I'm wondering how it's all going to wrap up in one issue. Well, hopefully it wraps up in a, in a satisfying way. You know, I've had occasionally someone will be like, this feels contrived, and everything happens. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's contrived. They made it up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good, though. So you said you haven't started uh, crowdfunding yet? No, the crowdfunding campaign for the third issue is going to launch uh, probably toward the end of January, early February. Okay. Cool, cool. How, how, so uh, this, this thing on Kickstarter where if you go to the Kickstarter page, you can click this button that says notify me on launch. Oh. And so I'm trying to, I'm just trying to get a, build up a little more of a pre-following before I launch it. Nice, nice. I was going to say, how long does it normally take to, uh, to crowdfund? For, for so I've only done two. Uh, the, the only two crowdfunding campaigns that I've ever done have been for the first and second issues of Hellbound Slant 6. And then I did them both for 30 days each. Okay. So, so like, whatever happened in, in that time period, it, it was it was coming out? Yeah, exactly. If I hit that goal, uh, then that comic's going to come out. I'll send it to the printer. Uh, the comic's already done. And honestly, I, I wouldn't have been successful with either of those crowdfunding campaigns for this comic if it weren't for... Uh, friends and family. Um, yeah. So I feel totally honored and grateful to my friends and family for making it happen for me. That's but cool. now I'm trying to expand the audience beyond friends and family. Yeah, I was going to say, there's only so many like times you can hit up those type of people. That's so, it, yeah. man. I can't, I can't like, forever go to friends and family and be like, hey, I'm making another thing. Where's my money? Has <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first two issues, have they been received well? Have you gotten a lot of feedback on them? I think so. And it's, uh, as you guys, I'm sure know, getting feedback from people that are, you know, consuming your, your thing that you put your blood, sweat and tears into can be sometimes a pain in the ass. But it, it makes it worthwhile. But yeah, at the same time, it's, it, it can be, it can be a pain in the ass. Absolutely. Well, it's like a very small percentage of people that read something or watch something actually take the time to like, to send feedback. Well, usually it's only if they're then, pissed off or upset with something. Yep. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's the only time you're being critical for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. People, people that are mad or don't like something are far more vocal than people that enjoyed it. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, because they're just enjoying the shit. They and then they go on to enjoy some other shit, but not yep, the, not exactly. the uh, not the other type. <laughs> No, hell no. If like I'm in a theater and I'm watching a movie, I'm like, this movie's ridiculous. I'm gonna go write an email about it. You know? <laughs> yup. <laughs> want my money back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I want my six bucks back. <laughs> there, uh, there that, is... that just shows how old I am. I think a movie costs six bucks. Oh, I wish. I wish. What I was gonna say, Ken, is. <laughs> Over the years, obviously, like Rob and I have re received a lot of uh, negative and positive feedback back and forth. There's one that sticks with me, and I don't think I ever solved it. And because it, you know, kind of was like a direct uh, critique of what I do because I, I do like all the tech stuff. But there was one guy who I think he said he liked the show, but everybody's mic level was different. And I never quite figured out what that meant or how to fix it. And it's the one I always think about, like, 
man, what does that guy mean? Like, how do I even do that? <laughs> right. No, I think I've had similar things. I don't remember them and with uh, specificity like that, but I remember like a comment on some video I made at some point, and one guy would like he criticized like a, a specific edit at like a, a certain time mark and I was just like what <laughs> <laughs> this guy's taking notes with time yeah. minutes and seconds like what the fuck at least they paid that much attention yeah no I mean that's that's good but it, it's like that's the thing that I find with movies it doesn't matter what kind of entertainment it is if it's music it's movies it's comic books books if you are engaged like if you're thoroughly absorbed in the world and enjoying yourself and enjoying what you're, you know, what you're reading or consuming, you don't notice the flaws so much. Yes. If mm-hmm. something breaks that immersion, then the flaws are all you can see. Yeah. Agreed. So I think the real goal for me is to keep people immersed. Nice. Yeah. Keep that momentum going. That's, that's a good thing. That's a good way to, to see yeah. it as too. What um... I want, I want someone to be so entranced with the, the top of the table that is sanded to a mirror finish that they don't notice the saw marks on the side, you know? Yes. That's, yeah, that's like... Sorry, little, that was a little, little carpentry humor there. No, that was <laughs> great. I, was, I just always hope nobody, like, looks too deeply at Slim's garbage pile yeah. in the back of our room. <laughs> well, to be fair, my garbage pile in the back of my room is always different every week. Ah, there's, like, different there's boxes. There's a lot of bubble wrap. Right now, right, right now layer there's of piles of bubble wrap back there and some packs of hero clicks and, I don't know, unopened packs of hero clicks. Well, a lot of nerd <laughs> shit. A lot of yeah. nerd shit and bubble wrap. I think last week it was What's paper towels. Yeah, well, well, oh, because oh, I ordered a case. I don't know if you're familiar with a game called Heroclix. It's a miniature collectible game. I ordered a case of Heroclix. The case is like, I think it's 10, 20 packs. I don't know. But it came in a very large box with bubble wrap in it. So the bubble mm-hmm. wrap is okay. from the box. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's They're what very he's fragile uh, uh, figures. So. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah, well, I I got like a one that's like a, a figure that's worth a hundred dollars is Deadpool on a Ooh. surfboard. He's cosmic Deadpool, so he's Deadpool and he's got like the Silver Surfer powers, but he came broken, so I had to like super glue him on. But uh, they're, yeah, they're fragile. I was gonna so. try to resell it on eBay. He probably could. Yeah, he came broken, and he's like a Chase figure. Chase is like you get like one in every you know case that you buy. And he or came something. bubble wrapped and broken. Bubble wrapped and broken. Yep. Oh man. So I've never played Hero Clicks, but I do have like three Hero Clicks uh, Wolverine figures because Wolverine's like my favorite. Um, but like, dude, so it, it, in the Hero Clicks, like the Chase one that you paid a hundred dollars for, Deadpool on a surfboard, which is awesome. Is he like more powerful? Because of like, cause yeah. So more? <laughs> so to, so so to, to be specific, I didn't specifically pay for him. I bought a case which was. Dare I say it? Probably two hundred thirty dollars. Uh, oh, you bought the whole case. I bought the whole case, and in that case, you get a random assortment of characters. They're like booster packs, like opening gotcha. a pack of cards, and right? You got the, so the cool chase I pulled figure. the cool Deadpool t- chase, but it, he's good. I mean, um, me and my uh, roommate have been playing sealed. Sealed is where you just you each open two packs and then you verse each other. And my roommate had pulled that Deadpool and just crushed whatever team I had. so he's, Why don't you do powerful. an unboxing, though? That shit would be cool for douchebags like you to see. Probably, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, the I, amount I, of money that I spend... I've seen like, people throw videos it. out like that yeah. with like, certain characters. And yeah, no, they yeah, open I, the whole I, case. I, I play uh, Magic the Gathering. Like, um, I, don't, I never did Hero Clicks, but I've done Magic the Gathering forever, and we do like bo- sealed booster drafts, and they're just so much fun. Sealed is just the best way of play. Um, 
Because constructed can be too too much sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. That's the thing where like any of these collectible games, uh, a lot of times it becomes who who invested the most money or who met a who uh, d- net decked or whatever, and then spent thousands of dollars to build this unbeatable deck or team or whatever. Right, absolutely. <laughs> like I think Warhammer's that way. Like like you have to have the miniatures in order to like have the army. So you, whoever's got the biggest budget has the best army. Yeah. Ken, I, I got a real, I got a, a side, uh, I got a side request real quick along the lines of Slim's uh, uh, Patrick Swayze. Can you put Bob Saget in the fourth issue? Oh man, um, <laughs> I cannot make any promises, but I'll see what I can do. All right, yeah, just, just maybe, just maybe Screech and Bob Saget would be awesome to see in there. Oh man, oh, like maybe they're on a set, like maybe there's like a side thing going on, and they're filming like their new project or something like that. <laughs> Interesting. I actually met uh, Dustin Diamond in wow. Seattle many years ago. I heard he was a nice guy. He was he was a cool guy. I, I mean, I don't want to talk shit about him because he's dead. Um, but uh, no, we we hung out with him. So there was a he played this this club in Olympia where I live, and uh, some we had I had a sketch comedy TV show called Damn It This Is Stupid that was on public access at the time. And we like to periodically, whenever there was like a celebrity in town, we'd go see them and point a camera at them and say, hey, uh, can you say thanks for watching Damn It, This Is Stupid? So we had like, you know, like Jennifer Lopez and Ginger Lynn, you know, stars of that kind of caliber. And uh, we heard Screech was coming to town to play this club. So we went and saw him and we said, hey, can you do it? And he said, oh, I'm busy, uh, but if you can come see me in Seattle tomorrow night, we will. <laughs> so we went and saw him in Seattle the next night. And af- immediately after the show, He's, he saw us and he's like, I will be with you guys uh, in a few minutes. I got to go talk to these people. And he basically made the rounds and tried to talk to every, uh, every woman in the, in the bar <laughs> before uh, they closed the bar out. And then when he struck out with every woman in the bar, he came and hang out with us. That's that cool, cool, though. I was going to say, I, I, I was thinking maybe he'd be like, I'll be right with you. And then you never saw him again. He just like left out the back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my no, God. No, he did. And then when he came to hang out with us and they closed the bar and they kicked us out of the bar and we stood in the parking lot, he didn't want to let us go. Like, he <sighs> kept talking and talking. It was me and I think like two, two or three other friends. And we ended up standing in the parking lot smoking cigarettes and talking with him for hours. That's and he struck cool. me as a very lonely man, and it kind of made me sad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't think he's lonely anymore, though. He's got a lot of he's got a lot of no. buddies <laughs> wherever he is. Oh man! Right. And I, I was gonna say too, Ken. On a lighter note, I saw you wrote a script called Ninja Vampires from Mars. Is that correct? Oh man, <laughs> that is correct. How did you hear that? I, yeah. I read it. I read it on I think your website. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want to read it. I kind of want to read it or see it. Ninja Vampires from Mars. Man. Oh, man. I, 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 this, has to, this has to come to, to fruition, I feel. I Dude, wanna... I, would love, I would love to make Ninja Vampires from Mars. Um, <laughs> it's like... Uh... How'd they get there? How'd, how'd they get there and how'd they make it here? Like, well, that's... Oh, sounds amazing. Sounds amazing. <laughs> so, <laughs> I would love to make that movie. It's basically like a kung fu movie. Um, but with like politics thrown in. So when I wrote it, I wrote it, I think, gosh, I want to say 2004, 2005. And the, the, the vampires all wear plastic George Bush masks. And so the president starts wearing a George Bush mask as well. And he's actually the head vampire. And it's, it's pretty ridiculous. I think it was based on, it was a, it was a, 
parody of that movie Memento from Christopher Nolan. Oh, like movie. the main guy, he doesn't, he can't remember anything, so he yeah. writes himself emails so he can remember things, and he fights ninja vampires from Mars. It's, I it's don't think silly. he did that, but well, yeah. they're not well, the guy in like Memento. Me. Like I write everything sort of down, or I'll yeah. forget it, but I don't fight the ninjas. <laughs> yeah. I don't fight ninjas or vampires. Like <laughs> they yeah, weren't in Christopher Nolan's film, fun. but um, <laughs> can I want to? It reveals the reason that he can't remember anything is because he slipped on a uh, banana peel while he was working on his motorcycle and landed face down in a pile of gasoline-soaked rags. Oh, man. That's, that is relatable. I feel like anybody could have that happen, too. <laughs> <laughs> Were you going to ask something, Slim? Well, I was actually going to give Ken a, a comic recommendation because... um. Uh, like last week or something, you know how Google just like gives you like, here's an article you might want to check out. Well, there was an article for like a comic that Google was recommending to me and I, I like read the article and I'm like, this sounds really cool. So since then I had read the entire comic. It started in 2019 and ended in um, just now, like in November, it was called Die. Are you familiar with that? It's called Die, D-I-E? Yes, D-I-E, Die. I do not, I had have not heard of it. No. Okay, so I would highly recommend checking this out, Ken. It's a comic called Diets by a Karen Gillian, I think the guy's name is. Um, and what the concept is, is that uh, there was an, in the like 80s, there was this Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. And so the writer of this comic was like, man, what would happen if those kids from that Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, like apparently that cartoon was supposed to end with those kids getting out of the Dungeons and Dragons game that they get sucked into. So he was like, man, what would happen if like, you know, 20, 25 years later when those kids are adults, they go back to their uh, D&D world that they were sucked into. So this is like a horror comic with these kids who get when they're teenagers, like 16 or 17, they get sucked into this. D&D campaign. It's not really like a D&D campaign, but it's like a role-playing game that their buddy creates. And they get sucked into that world, and it doesn't really show you what happens to them. It just shows you them getting sucked into it, and then them coming out two years later, and they can't talk about it for whatever reason. Like, they're never... Like, there's some kind of spell on them where they can't speak of this, like, fantasy RPG world that they were sucked into. And then, like, 25 years later, they go back to it. Uh, so it has, like, kind of tones of, like, Stephen King's It mixed with, like, the ideal of that Dungeons & Dragons cartoon. And this is just a very well-written, cool comic, especially if you're a fan of tabletop RPG games. Yeah, no, that actually sounds incredibly fascinating. Um, and I'm just looking at the website now. It also reminds me of not just Stephen King, but uh, I, I want to say it's called Thomas Covenant. Um, I read based on the recommendations of a coworker, the first two books in the series, and I hated them. Um, but apparently a lot of people love them. Uh, but the main character is just a complete and total douchebag. <laughs> Sorry. But he goes very similar because he disappears into this fantasy world for a while and, and crazy shit goes down. I will absolutely... I, I think the one you're talking about. about, is it The Magician or Magicians? No, maybe no, not. No, I okay. think it's called Thomas Covenant. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, let me do some... Yeah, because that, that kind of, what you just described sounded, uh, there was a novel called The Magicians that became like a sci-fi TV show, but the kid, the main character in that was like a real douchebag, and he gets like sucked into a fantasy world. How many issues was that, though? You said you read it in like a couple weeks? Die was, um, was it like four volumes? So it's 20 issues. Oh, it was oh, 20 issues. Yeah, sure. It's a lot, yeah. though, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah, you can go Maybe through not. issues, comic issues you go through quick. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this, so this one is called, so the first book is called Lord Fowl's Bane. 
Oh, and okay. It is the, the Chronicles of Thomas, Co- Thomas Covenant. And the guy's like, he's got leprosy, and he, he ends up in this fantasy world. And, like, one of the first things he does is he rapes this the first oh, woman yeah. that he meets. And it's like, I just couldn't, How? I don't know, I couldn't get into yeah. it. I didn't like the character. And my buddy's like, no, no, keep reading. It gets good. And I'm like, eh, and I never really thought it got good. Maybe so, it just missed me. Some people. So, so Die is a little dark, but not that dark. Die is more about the, the main characters, like, kind of finding themselves. And there's more. There's not just one character. There's, like, a group because they're a party that, you know, had this RPG game. And there's, you know, there's some things that, you, you know, the main character does where you're like, he's kind of fucked up. But then, you know, his friends are kind of cool and back and forth like that. But nothing. Right. There's no, like raping anyone or them yeah. or doing anything like that right and the thing is like i don't mind dark like dark's good i like i like exploring those dark places in you know in in fantasy and whatnot but uh i think the issue i had with thomas covenant is it just it didn't i didn't feel like it went anywhere yeah yeah yeah, well, well die looks cool. Yeah, die. I can inform you. Just have a. It has a conclusion. They just ended in November, and it's just a great story from beginning to end, and everything that the uh, the book has to say. I think are, are just very great um, themes That's in awesome. that. So, Ken, we have to wrap this up. Super dude. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I am looking forward to checking that out. Ken, we have to wrap it up, dude. But it's 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 been a blast as always talking to you, man. Dude, you guys, thank you so much for. Uh for reaching out and having me on the show. I appreciate it all these times. And, no problem. Um, I'll miss talking to you guys, man. You guys are great. Same, same. Uh, and we'll pop up here and there. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, ben, we'll definitely talk. I mean, we're yeah. still fucking friends and shit, dude. Fucking best friends forever. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, where can everybody find oh, you, Ken? BFFs for life, dog. Yeah, we need <laughs> lockets. We need lockets and chains. <laughs> That's it. Hell yeah. <laughs> where can everybody find you, Ken? If you go to my website, Kenzo, F-K-C, uh, K-E-N-Z-O, uh, Foxtrot Kilo Charlie, F-K-C, KenzoFKC.com. Awesome, man. Website. Awesome, dude. Uh, take care, my friend. We'll talk soon. Rob and Slim Show. Roxanne, you there? Oh, connecting to audio. Yep. Give it a second here. Let me switch our screen. Hi. Hey, your fan Roxanne. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Good, good. Uh, you're an adult content creator and uh, adult film star from uh, Florida, correct? Yes, I'm from Pensacola, Florida. All right. How how are you tonight? I'm all right. I just got over being sick, but I'm <sighs> I'm good. That's good. That's good. It wasn't the COVID, was it? No, it wasn't. It's something else going around on the CD- the CDC website said it was called norovirus. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I've I've had a few days like here and there with like headaches and runny noses, but nothing like crazy, like nothing to like even get tested for. So, but it's scary every time something happens. I'm like, oh my god, is this? <laughs> Did I get this stupid thing? No, yeah, well, I'm vaccinated, but I know that doesn't stop you from getting it. Yeah, yeah. same, same. We're both uh, vaccinated. I didn't get the booster, though. I, I don't know. Roxanne, before we move forward, I just want to make sure that there's no issues here. You, you you don't have any video, or do you have video and I'm not seeing it? Oh, I don't have my video okay. on. I just had recording on. Okay, that's fine. No problem, no problem at all. How long have you been uh, doing adult content for? Um, I've only myself been doing adult content for, like, a year. 
Um, before I decided to jump in myself, I used to manage OnlyFans accounts for really big name porn stars. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. That's cool. I, 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 I wouldn't want you to drop any names, but uh, how long did you do that for, you said? It's like I can't really drop any names because I think I'm still under my NDA, but I did it for two years. That's cool. Um, and just suffice it to say, we represented some of the biggest names in porn. Wow. How, how did you get into that? That seems like such an awesome thing to do. And like... Uh... I, I honestly, you know, it was actually one of those things. Like people always tell you, you know, somebody who knows somebody. And wow. a friend of mine knew a guy who was starting the company to run these OnlyFans accounts. And that guy got the idea because he was married to a porn star at the time. Um, and yeah, so he, you know, and, uh, you know, so my friend knew this guy and, you know, that I, I talked to him and he let me on. And it was great, you know, because one, you get to work from home and two, you learn a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it would give you the advantage. like, Or like it would definitely be a learning experience where y you'd be like, I can do this too. 100%. So nice. so what uh, what was the thing that made you go from managing to like being, you know, the one in the camera? Well, one of the big things was I didn't really believe in the company that I was working for anymore. Uh, I didn't like... I felt like they were taking advantage of the girls. I don't know if you know this, but OnlyFans takes 20% of your earnings. No, I did Anytime not someone that. pays you something on OnlyFans, they take 20% automatically. That's big. Oh, wow. yeah. um, and then, so this guy, for running OnlyFans accounts, was taking 30%. Wow. Right, so that's like 50% of right these there. girls' earnings right off the top. And I'm telling you that we were running girls who were making over $100,000 a month. Wow. So, you know... To lose 50% of that, I would be very upset if yeah. it was me, you know, especially the one creating the content, doing the work. Gotcha. Is there any other alternative where these girls wouldn't lose as much? Or is that just not the case? Not right now, but that, you know, is one of my plans as I get established in the adult film world is I would love to start my own company running OnlyFans and only charge 10%. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, because like you said, that's yeah, 50% right out out of yeah. the gate that's a yep. lot that's a lot and oh 30 percent on top of the 20 mm. oh, and i've heard of other companies that are out there that are managing only fans accounts for these girls that are taking 35 and 40 percent so wow. from what yeah. i hear you know your alternatives aren't any better percentage yeah. wise jesus christ that's crazy right so i'd rather start you know a company that's more run by women for women that i'm not trying to take advantage of you by taking 30 percent. yes yeah that's what i feel like probably is what it would take i want to say too roxanne I, I i felt like such a dummy because i messaged you to come on our show and then i read one of your top texts that said don't dm me and i was like oh, oh my no. god this, oh, this girl is gonna <laughs> It's only it's only if it's you know like if it's production companies if it's a radio show for like that's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's I just get I tired mean. of like random fans yeah. DMing me. Yeah. They want you know, and it's always just random. You're, people. That's just, what I think. You're just tired of dick pics. Yeah, like, so I was gonna ask yeah. how many relentless uh, dick pic messages <laughs> well, come through. You know, OnlyFans, Instagram, Twitter—they've all caught up to the game. They know that these guys are sending dick pics, so now they automatically blur it. Oh, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I did not know that. <laughs> I had no yeah, idea. So now I don't have to look at their dick. I just delete it before I even unblur it. <laughs> that's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can only imagine. I can only imagine how annoying it, annoying it gets. Oh. <laughs> But I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Yeah, you responded right away, and I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't feel like a jerk. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. 
Uh, what was I? Uh, I was gonna ask too. Um, uh, what is something you would tell somebody just getting into adult entertainment or content creating? Like, what advice would you give, or what would you tell somebody to watch out for? I mean, when it comes to getting into the adult industry, I would tell them to just be extra careful. You know, one of the best ways to get recognition is to hook up with an agency, but some agencies are just out there kind of taking advantage um, and aren't representing women like they should. Hmm. You know, some agencies have forgotten that you know, they're there to represent the girls, not the other way around. Yeah. And, and is there a way, is there any signs you could, like, is there anything that would give it away right off the bat? Or would Red it just, flags. I mean, like, yeah. Some things would be like making friends with established people in the industry. I made a few friends of established people in the industry. And then that way you're going to hear all of it because, you know, the industry is kind of big, but it's mostly small. Everyone talks about everyone and everyone knows everyone. So. Okay. If you hear the same stories twice, you can probably assume that it's. It has that small town feel, I guess, right? A small community. Roxanne, you there? I think we're losing you. Okay. I thought we lost you for a sec. Oh, okay. I just got a message saying that my internet connection was unstable, which is oh. weird. <laughs> that might have been what it was. I saw, too, on your bio, you, you, you're a video gamer. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm like a hardcore nerd. I strictly play role-playing games. Oh, cool. What's some of your favorites? Um, well, the Elder Scrolls will always be my favorite. Um, and then I like The Witcher. Okay. I've only played the third one, but... I haven't played those. Usually I'm just big into Final Fantasies or anything like Square-related. That's always been what I'm into. I don't know if Slim, do you play... Role-playing games? Well, I, uh, he, he, off and on, I mean, I just played 100 hours into Shin Megami Tensei, which is a, a JRPG, so. Yeah, oh, I, I really like Persona. 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 Was, was... Shin, Shin Megami Tensei is the mainline Persona games. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that was cool. That was cool. I, 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 I just couldn't get enough of it. But yeah, I do love, I love those kind of games. Yeah, well, I've, I've been role playing role-playing games pretty much since I started gaming, so... What uh, system do you play on? Um, I've actually switched because um, I started off always being an Xbox person, and then I got a PS4. Nice. Yeah, I've always been a PS person. Like, well, originally, of course, Nintendo. When I was younger, that was all that was out. But uh, yeah, I never, I never checked out the Xbox. I, I, was, I was always PlayStation. And Slim was like a computer guy, but then he yeah, got PS5. Recently, went back to Sony. Yeah, I was never a computer person. But <laughs> Same. from what I've been reading online, if I want to play the original Witcher, like the first one, I have to play it on computer. It's your only option. Oh. It's probably not worth it. I think I played it for like 20 minutes, and I was like, this is like, ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't I know. know I, you know, I'm actually over here like, you know, the, the game show. I mean, the, I'm sorry, the game show. The show, based on the books and the game, you know, is really popular. You would think that CD Projekt Red would take advantage of that and like remaster the games with better graphics, right? Right. Yeah, they do that kind of stuff all the time. You and they would definitely make money on it if they did. A hundred percent. I don't know though. After the whole cyberpunk thing, I don't know if they're even like doing oh, anything. Is that that company too? <laughs> yeah, yeah that was... to do anything. <laughs> yeah, they're just like hiding in a shadow somewhere right I know, now. I'm just... like, you guys wasted all this time on cyberpunk, and you could have just been remastering The Witcher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, what uh, what other hobbies do you do, Roxanne? Like, what, what other stuff do you do to have fun? 
Um, I mean, I'm I'm actually surprisingly more of a homebody, and I like to like read and cool. Cool. watch Netflix. And well, I stream everything. I don't believe in commercials anymore. So. <laughs> Nice, nice. Yeah, I was just uh, just having that conversation with Slim earlier. Like, it's just so much better, so much better streaming, with less commercials yeah, and, and all. I'll that. even pay the extra money to Hulu a month, so I don't have to deal with the commercials. Like, no, <laughs> no commercials. Uh, so, so what have you watched, like Netflix wise, that you've enjoyed most recently? Well, um, I think just like the rest of the world, I've watched the the new season of The Witcher okay. and enjoyed that. Um. But other than that, um, I've actually recently I've actually been rewatching Game of Thrones. I got super uh, sick okay. and like couldn't do anything because I was like down and out for three days. So, so I just started good. rewatching it. So good. I don't. I don't know. Like I, I loved it. I, I do want to go back at some point to rewatch it. It was just. It was. It's so much. But I, I just it's such a great, great series. Uh, I, 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 who is your favorite character in that? Because I gotta go. And even from the beginning, I kind of loved her. Was Arya. Arya was so cool. That's so many people's favorite. I think uh, that she ends up being my favorite because I relate to her a lot. You know, she makes a lot of decisions the hard way at the beginning and learns her lessons the hard way. And I can firmly relate to that. <laughs> Nobody uh, also like I kind of love him, but even though he was such a scumbag, but Joffrey, Joffrey, like even though he was terrible, he wasn't like Ramsey level, oh, but I, he's still. I hate, <laughs> I hate Joffrey. I hated him in the books. You know, when I read the books, I hated him in the show. Okay. But, what, who I do love is that actor. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but the guy who played Joffrey quit acting after yes. Game of Thrones. Because yes, people hated his character so much. I think they so threw actually, rocks at him in, in public. Yeah, actually, people hated his character so much that one time he went drinking in a bar and he got punched in the face. Yes. Joffrey. But but apparently that happens more often than it should because we interviewed um that guy from Cheryl Park Boys that played Cyrus and he yes. had said that people just throw like water bottles at him and stuff in public and he's like I'm not that guy in real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah they get what's into funny it. is if, if you read about the guy who played Joffrey, he's not like that at all in real life. He's really kind and sweet yeah. and like a really down to earth person, which to me means what a great actor. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think it's cool too because like uh. Uh, Sansa and, uh, who's the sister? Um, oh, Sansa and, and, uh, Arya. Arya, they both own, they both, uh, own the wolves that were theirs in the show. They're, they're, they're pets in real life. Like, that was, oh, wow. That was so cool to find, find out. Oh, yeah. Well, but that's because most, well, I think other than, um, Arya, uh, their wolves didn't get any bigger than being, like, what, that off breed of a husky. Yes. Because, um, like, John's is pretty much the only one that makes it to the end of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And, and what was – what did you find the saddest in in that series? I, I, I think honestly, I was saddest when the dragon died. Really? Honestly, after rewatching it – especially after rewatching it, actually, I'd have to say that what gets me every time, even knowing it's coming, is when Ned Stark dies. <sighs> Yes, Hodor is one of mine too. Hodor is that just one gets like, me every time too. Yes. Dies, that scene. Oh yeah, just seeing uh, but, yeah. what 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 made him the Hodor too is like oh my god. But Sean Bean was apparently born to play great men who die. So, <laughs> uh, Roxanne, do you have any upcoming projects you could tell us about or or compilations? 
Um, not currently. I'm still trying to get things together for the new year. I'm no longer with an agency, so it's all self-booking, which makes it a little more stressful, but it also makes it more freeing, you know, because then you don't have to pay an agency fee, but also you don't have to go through an agent. Is it hard, a lot harder to find work and all that on your own, though? It is a lot harder to find work on your own, um, especially when, you know, you have listened to your agents and you're you're still not willing to work with the company. Like, there's certain companies that are like known, like don't work with them or these other companies won't work with you. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. You know, so like if you want to work with like the browsers or the team skates out there, then you have to be careful who you work with before wow. they notice you. Okay. So you can get blackballed, I guess they call it, very easily. Blacklisted, whatever, Blacklisted, yeah. whatever. Yeah, and you know, sometimes... I mean, sometimes that's for the good, you know, because because you know, right before the year ended, you know, there was there was someone who was taking advantage of people who recently got blacklisted. Yeah. Um, but sometimes, you know, it's like a girl took a job because she needed the extra money, and she gets blacklisted because of who she worked with. Gotcha. That's crazy. Wow. I was gonna say, I know we talked a few months ago to uh, Veronica Winter, and she wants to start her own company because of some of the ways women are treated in, in some of them. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing that, I mean, and it's like, I knew this going in and I've known this being in it, but the thing that will always blow my mind is that the porn industry is still very much a male dominated industry, which is yeah. funny because the women, us, we're who they rely on to make yeah. money. See, that's what I would think. I would think you guys would hold more power. Like, but it's just crazy that that's still just a, a man's world or a male dominated. I mean, yeah, even the, the CEOs of even the biggest names in the porn industry out there, they're all men. Wow. The CEO of Brazzers, that's a man. Mm. Yeah. Or that they would treat you guys better, because, yeah, they, they rely on, you, on, on on females. Like, I would yeah, just your, think. Your big names, though, I, I haven't necessarily been on, as as a star, that is. I haven't necessarily been on, like, a Brazzers or Team Ski scene as a star, but I have as an extra. And they're like the better se the better sets that you can go to. They usually provide snacks and food, and you know everyone's very kind. Um, so you know, and and they're usually more thorough as far as making sure people are tested and stuff like that as well. Okay, that's good. Yeah, uh, well, I, and one of my exes, uh, Ryder, always said that uh, the the if you watch a video and they're wearing a condom, it means they don't test. Like it's just not a safe company to work for. That's true because you know the porn industry. Like one of the things you learn being in there is the porn industry hates condoms. That's why we get tested all the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to see that if I'm watching like something. Like you, you just don't. A lot of men don't because it ruins the fantasy. Yeah. Nice. What uh? What else is going on, Roxanne? What uh? What else do you have going on? Um, I started um. Dancing. I'd never danced at a strip club before. How so did... I'm not going to say that I'm the greatest. Yeah. Uh, have you started Have you started working in a club or have you just been doing yeah. it on your own? Well, no, no. I've been working in a club. Um, you know, here I, I live in Mobile now. So here in Mobile, Alabama. Okay. Um, and then, um, I mean, I used to manage a strip club back in my hometown, but I never danced. Wow. Well, is, that, is that like a whole different game than than doing adult uh, films? I would, I would think it, it, I mean, it would be. yes and no. It's all the adult industry, you know? Mm. Like, all yeah. of it really is the adult industry, no matter what, you're doing adult work. Yes. Um, but, 
Yeah, it's definitely a different deal than going to shoot films, but yeah. it's a great supplementary income. And, you know, a lot of the even big names do feature dancing. Is it is it harder though? Like as far as like doing a set for that or or no? I mean, it's hard on your body throughout the night for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially for someone like me who's like inexperienced and still working my way around the pole. But <laughs> I'm learning. What's one of the, like the 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 greatest uh, tips you've gotten or uh, help you've gotten as far as that mm. goes? The, the greatest thing I ever did as far as that goes was I took a pole. I took like one or two pole dancing classes. Oh, so they actually have classes for that. That's cool. Depending on where you are, I don't think there's any here in Mobile where I'm at now. Yeah. But I've traveled to places. And it was when I was like up in Maryland that I took a pole dancing class. It took like two of them. But cool. And when I used to manage the strip club, the girls would show me tricks when we were closed down. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, our pole is different than most poles. Where I'm at, we have like a really thick pole. It's actually a fireman's pole. Most stripper poles are thinner and thin on their own. Okay. Yeah, I feel like I would just jump up there and just break my neck. (laughs) Like, you would just be like, oh, my God, get him out of here. I mean, especially in heels, it gets really hard. That's oh my where you get worried is that you're going to break your ankle coming down on oh, your heels. That or like slip on it on something. Oh yeah, that would that would not be cool. Uh. So speaking of how how hard of work it is, I, I do remember um, years ago, and my sister would kill me for bringing this up, but my sister was a stripper when she was younger, and I remember she had to come over and being way too comfortable with her body, she just pulls her shirt up and goes, look at my ads, and she did have, like, a fucking six-pack, and I was like, okay. <laughs> just from doing that? Yeah, like, just from not, doing the, yeah. just was ripping, like, she wow. was very, very well fit. <laughs> it takes a lot of core strength, and it takes a lot of upper body strength to help your body, yep. and, yeah, move around on that pole like that. Wow. Roxanne, we have to wrap this up, but thank you so much for talking to us. No problem at all, guys. I had a good time. Same here. Where can everybody find you? Um, Everybody can find me on Twitter, Instagram, even on OnlyFans, of course. I'm your fan, Roxanne, everywhere online. Cool. Your fan, Roxanne. Thank you so much, Roxanne. Thank you, guys. I had a great time. Same here, and I'll send you all the links when the interview and the shows go up. Okay, awesome. I look forward to it. Take care. Have a good night, Roxanne. Have a good night, guys. Take you, care. You too. Rob and Slim Show. Imogen. Connect. Oh. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> what are you I'm wearing? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yes! Tasty dicks <laughs> in the house. <laughs> That's the best. I don't know if I can follow that at all. <laughs> Imogen Cookie Bailey, how are you? Uh, smoked. smoked. Salami Rific. Check it out. Mm. That's Dick's awesome. Hard Tasty Dick's Hard Salami. Extra thick. Extra thick <laughs> for the Extra win. Thing. Where did you get that? Oh, my little sausage nub is just so happy to be here. <laughs> I just want to lick your sausage I nub. I just want to bite the sausage nub. I, I, I don't know. You got a licker and a biter. <laughs> so, right before, where'd y'all go? Uh, where'd you oh, go? I lost your video. Oh, there you are. Okay. Yep, I'm still here. Yeah, so like right before, right before uh, 
coming on here. I went to your Podbean page. Okay. And there's a big stoke and choke on that. So I saw that y'all are following Max Hardcore's podcast or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm trying to fish out a drink from my fridge here. Hold on. Uh, liquor cabinet. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. So I go to the... So I clicked on that one. Okay. So I thought, you know what? I want, I want to check out fucking Max Hardcore. I want to see what that motherfucker's up to. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Uh, we loved him. I don't know what your opinion is, but <laughs> I, we're going to get it. I like him. He's an all right guy. Yeah, so, like, when I was... Okay, when I was in... Uh, I went to art school. I'm qualified to fail at life. So, <laughs> right. so, when I was in art school, I wrote a paper on obscenity laws. Yes. And obscenity laws are really fucking pointless. They make no sense, and they're arbitrary. Right? It's like movie ratings. You show half, you show like a little side boob or a little bit of chick nipple, and all of a sudden it's like rated R. Hmm. But you can have like baby slaughter left, right, and center, and that's fine. It's PG. Right? Yes. Makes no sense. So I, I got to write a paper where I was citing Max Hardcore as an artist in this argument about obscenity laws and how stupid they are. So, <laughs> so when I saw that there was a podcast, I got all excited. I click it, and there's nothing. Does he have none? That's what I was wondering. I was happy he's he followed us. Like he was a cool guy and all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, he's something. I don't know how cool he is. Yeah, he's something. But if he's got a podcast, I wanted to at least check it out. So, <laughs> but he doesn't. Yeah, he, ha- he has the he has it set up, but he hasn't released one yet. We did interview him. I don't know if you listened to our interview with him. Yeah, I did not see that. No, I'll send it to I'm you. That's why it. Yeah, yeah I'd love to that out. Yeah. Well, where are you from? And I wanted to ask, too, like, does Frankie, because Frankie connected us, does he pronounce your name wrong? Because anytime he talks about you, it sounds like Amy Jean. And I'm like, how do I say your name? (laughs) Frankie pronounces everything a little funny. (laughs) 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 My name is Imogen, so. Imogen, okay. That's what I thought. Because one night I got home, I got home from work one night, and, uh, He's. It says he's live on Instagram, and he invites me to it. And you're on there, and so is some other rapping weather guy. I don't know who the other guy was, but I feel like me and you hit it off. And I'm like, who's who's this girl? And I don't know who even answered me. And then I was like, oh my god, that's Imogen. Yeah, I, I talk to a lot of people through Frankie. Yeah. He he does this weird thing where he'll set up a group of random people that he knows online or yes. like fans and sometimes it's people he actually knows other times it's just fucking weirdos <laughs> yep. i've left so many group messages <laughs> like I, i'm like why do you keep doing this <laughs> and it's a new group every time every fucking time he starts a new group <laughs> Yeah, he's he's a bit of a nudge, but he's he's awesome. He's great. But he messages me. He messages me, I don't know how many months ago. He's like, you got to have Imogen on your show. And I was like, Frankie, I'm booked right now for months. I will get to her when I do it. And I feel like he had you email me. Because out of the blue, I got an email from you. And you're like, Frankie wants me to message you. <laughs> yeah, so... Frankie, daily, he video calls and he goes, hey, you've got to call Robin Slim. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm not phoning some random people. First off, I'm like, I don't a phone call anymore, right? So, yeah, he's like, okay, here's this email and here's this other email and then here's here's the Facebook and here's, he gives me like nine points of contact. 
<laughs> video calls daily and he's like have you have you contacted them yet have you contacted them yet i told them to contact you frankie uh, yeah so after we finally met on insta i'm like okay i, I now I, I found you on facebook i'm like i'll message you and then i did what's going on under there imogen what's that sleeve <laughs> right I was wow you just pulled there. that out do you have a rubber glove on too like what what is going on <laughs> Oh, just changing skin color. Oh, all right. Wow. wow. We're, we're uh, morphing. Uh, <laughs> it's morphing time. Uh, yeah, Yo, there's plaid. The sausage, and... warm. the sausage is warm, man. I can't wear a sponge. It's actually sponge. Okay. It's a sponge. sponge. <laughs> Are you taking it off? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Where's the porn music? Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't get it fast enough. I can't look away. <laughs> Wow! Oh, oh, this is, oh, this is <laughs> unexpected. Okay. Is that Frankie? <laughs> is that Frankie? Did you say? Wow! Hi. Mm. Mama loves you. <laughs> yeah, what up? I think I hung out with you once. Yeah, what a good time. Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I was in an alleyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. I do all my hangouts in the alley. Yes. Yeah. That's where you meet the best people. <laughs> Yo, and then we went to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> Are you a fashion model, Imogen? With a face like that? Fuck yeah. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> Oh my god! God, I I love this outfit you got on. I don't I don't know like what what is it like? It's like stockings on your arms. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, rebel. It's all one piece. Okay. This is fucking leotard, man. It's all one piece. Like, look at that shit. I figured the election should be hairy though. You're gonna make me go and put on my Power Ranger oh, outfit. I see bruises, <laughs> but look at this. Ooh. <laughs> Take it in. Sorry. Take it in. <laughs> <laughs> what advice would you give someone looking for an outfit like that? Uh, get drunk and go on Amazon. Yeah. yeah. All right. That's where I get all my That's how pieces. I live my life. Yeah. I got two leotards. Yeah. Some's got a Power Rangers one. I got a Power got Ranger one. And I, and I got a Spider-Man one. Yeah, you got kicked uh, out of a yeah, convention. Yeah, I got, I got thrown out of an anime convention dressed up as a Power Ranger because I was showing too much. Too much bulge. Yeah. <laughs> Was it like just painted on or what? <laughs> no, I just like I don't. It was like like what you're wearing, but like very skin tight, and it was the uh, white Power Ranger, and right on the ass it had written a morph suit, so it was like a cheap one, and um, I don't know. I just don't know how to. I don't understand how to uh, hide all that stuff down there. Like I bought a jock uh, jock strap. Like I bought that. And I guess it didn't work because I walked into the art area of the convention and um one of the guards pulls me aside and he goes first of all man um you gotta be wearing shoes because i wasn't wearing any shoes because power rangers don't wear shoes right oh. so i was just like barefoot because uh, i have white feet because that's what the power rangers have so he's like you, you can't be in here without shoes i was like all right i'll go get shoes and then he was like and also and he looks down at my uh stuff and he's like uh you know, you're showing a little bit down there. We got kids here. Put a sock in there. <laughs> I feel like a sock would be the first thing you would do. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. awesome. God damn. God damn. Oh, fuck. Do you have a podcast, Imogen? I are feel we, like are we should. transforming again? What Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> We're going yeah, back, man. I just do I just do dumb shit with Frankie and Gabriel or whatever weird yeah. stuff I get roped into. So, yeah. Do you do, do you cosplay or something? Like, why, why do you have all this stuff? Do you this cosplay? Do you go to anime conventions? Like, what? I don't. Okay. I to say in, in the realm of podcast, man, I own you. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. <laughs> do you have an OnlyFans? Because this would go well. No. I feel. I do not have an OnlyFans. Um... <laughs> It's funny, I get, I get, I think by default to being female, every, every chick that, that doesn't have a mustache gets asked that. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate recognizing that I do not have a mustache. No, like, well, like that was one of my things. Like, yeah, one of the, one of the, that was one of the things I liked about you. And I, you just do some awesome stuff. You do some awesome things. Well, thank you. No problem. Thank you. <laughs> Who is Dink Kicken? Dink Kicken is a name I used to, uh, a name I adopted a long time ago. I used to live with a morbidly obese drag queen and a midget drag queen. How did you get into that situation? Was that like, did you put an ad on Craigslist that was like, I need an obese drag queen and a midget drag queen? A tiny drag queen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the big guy, I was friends with the big guy before he got into drag. Okay. We were were high school friends. He was just like this huge dude who was really fucking fat. And then at some point, he was like, he, he just started. Well, it actually started with him stealing my underwear. And <laughs> mm. well, this is so hot, that man. was awesome. <laughs> and then he went into drag. And we wound up with a, a gay midget drag queen for a roommate. And we're out at the bar one night. and <laughs> Which every night with those guys is just like, uh, oh, God, it's just surreal. <laughs> so we're out at the bar one night. We're at a gay bar. And this there's this dude there. And he had the idea that if he goes to a gay bar as a straight man, he will have his pick of the women. Because clearly, that's where you go to pick up women, right? Right, yeah. you go to gay so, bars, yeah. Yeah. All so, right, there we go. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, so... <laughs> Keep going. He's the bounds, and he comes over, and he's hitting on me. And I'm trying to... I don't want to cause a scene. And so this is one of the rare times I'm being polite about it. I'm just going, hey, man, no thanks. <laughs> no. No, no, like fucking go away, man. After like his fifteenth try, uh, Danny, the little dude, he goes, he goes, honey, why didn't you just kick him in the dick? Ah. Oh. I go, I, I'm like, you know, I want to, but I'm, I promised you I wouldn't hit anyone. Come on, man, just give me a break. I'm, I'm being, I'm being good, right? And he goes, sweetie, that guy sucks. His hair, come on, and he's putting as much flamboyant spite as you can. <laughs> and so I, I decide, I grab like, I, I grab like a pitcher of beer, and and I go to like chug it, but I can't chug beer to save my life. I shotgun <laughs> it, but I can't chug it from a pitcher. So then I'm dumping it all over myself and shit, and I slam it down on the table, and I scream out because he's been bitching at me for 20 minutes. I scream from this point forth. <laughs> 
No dink shall be spared the flourish of my boot. <laughs> and it went on. And he goes, all right, honey, yes, dink kicking. I get it. I get it. I'm like, thank you and silence. <laughs> so he told me dink kicking after that. And it just kind of stuck. Oh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> It's as it should. That, that's an amazing name. It's an amazing name. I loved it. <laughs> what are you drinking and what are you smoking? I am drinking nude vodka soda. Whoa. Okay. All right. Never heard of a vodka yeah. soda. I don't know what flavor it is. Oh, classic slime. And uh, I'm smoking weed. I don't know what flavor it is. <laughs> Oh, so you're more of a like an actual weed person because most people I think do the oils now, and I'm just Ugh, like, oil. that's not that's not cool. That's not real. Like real weed is is where I would go if I did that. Yeah. Oh, you can't go wrong with the classic green, man. Nice. Where where are you, Imogen? Too. Where do you live? You you're like an enigma. You're in a mystery. I, I don't know where you are. I saw Norway. <laughs> I want to make a crack about existing only in your nightmares or your dreams or something really, you know, conceited. But yeah. I'm, I'm just in a shitty little retirement city. I'm in Victoria, B.C. It's basically like, okay. I guess, sort of the Florida of Canada. It's a lot of old people here and tourism. Nice. Really boring. Yeah. Well, we're in kind of a touristy place yeah. too. We're we're in this little like pocket in South Jersey, where either you work in retail or you, a hospital or a yeah. doctor's office. That's all there is, and uh, you, you, it gets busy in the summer when everyone comes down from like up north. Yep. But specifically, I'm in the Pine Barrens of like oh, South Jer- Jersey. Yeah. He's so. where the Jersey Devil. Yeah, we is. have a lead street. I think there actually is. The devil somewhere over here. I don't know. Jersey Devil lives where Jersey I am. Jersey Devil is um, all up in this bitch. And we're like what 20, 20 minutes away from uh, Long Beach Island. Yeah, you know, from anywhere that so, matters. Yeah, <laughs> Atlantic City. Yeah, that area. How? Have you ever actually seen a Jersey Devil? Yeah, uh, well, actually, I, we yeah, saw one. Ago. We saw one uh, fighting a gorilla man. Yeah, somehow in Slim's backyard. Like yeah, in my backyard. A yeah. gorilla fought the Jersey Devil, and we have it on our Facebook. Yeah, side, our it's, there's a video somewhere of the <laughs> Jersey Devil fighting a gorilla in my backyard. There's a couple fights in the backyard that are on yeah. YouTube. Only one is supernatural. The yet the yeah. rest are like me versus like a fat guy and me versus a fat guy. Like, <laughs> and one is versus him with a fat gorilla. <laughs> Where's where's that ghost? Is is oh what's that? Oh, are we changing again? <laughs> what I want to know about the Jersey Devil is if you can barbecue it. Like, what does it taste like? It what would be like, the best cut of Jersey Devil? Like mesquite. Like, yeah, mesquite. like I was just gonna say it tastes like Jersey Devil. Mesquite. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when people say like, oh, it tastes like chicken. That's the same thing. It tastes like Jersey Devil. Yeah. It's just like a universal flavor. What would you drizzle <laughs> on the Jersey Devil though? Yeah, I drizzle a little bit of like hickory. Yeah, you ever drizzle hickory? You'll kind of like grind that shit up, throw some olive oil in there, and then you got some hickory you can drizzle. How do you get hickory? Is that a You wood? grind it up, it's in a wood. Yeah, you grind it up in a blender. You blend it with some olive oil, and then you drizzle it. Yo, you know, yo, do you guys know how much a drizzle is? 
No. How much is the drizzle? It's about three or four dots. Uh, you ever do a dot? Uh, it's a couple, couple like inches. The candy dots. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, a drizzle is like three or four dots, like the candy dots. <laughs> yeah, but in drizzle form. Yeah, but like liquid. Yeah. Those are the worst candy ever. They come on paper. They have a little paper on the back of them. Do they even make those anymore? I feel like they'd be big in the retirement communities, Imogen. <laughs> They're soft in the chewy. So, yeah. And you can dip them in. <laughs> what is Imogen? So, like, what you said you live in a, a retirement like city. That I guess that's all it is. It's the old people. Like, what? It's a lot of old people and a lot of dispensaries. Um, So BC, yeah, BC for a long time was supplying a quarter of the global supply of marijuana. Um, So when weed was actually formally legalized here, then that was the first thing that happened was our our major black market industry became legal and all of a sudden was just, that's just what we do. So so, uh, as a tourist city, this was like a prime spot to just put nothing but dispensaries. So... We got old people in weed. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that goes hand in hand. Like, that's... It kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, are, are you... What else do you do, Imogen? Are you on any shows? Um, not regularly. I pop into... What the fuck is it? Dino and... Whatever. You know what? I'm sure Frankie has sent you a million invites to Dino and whatever. Yes, Dino and whatever. Dino I don't know. I, I feel like. Or no, no, that's someone else. Dino yeah. and the. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's the... right. I did an album once with Frankie. It was. I was. I played Dino from the Flintstones. <laughs> no, that was your other yeah. friend. That was the guy you kicked out of here, Wavy. Yo, I thought I did that with Frankie. Yeah, but Wavy was here and he yeah. did Dino. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yo, he was Dino. I was the Driz. Yo, I don't know if I've I I didn't get a chance to like tell you about myself or anything, Imogen. I'm uh I'm the Driz, I'm a famous internet rapper. That's what I feel like that should be a new thing, like Imogen and the Driz. Yeah, you have a rap? (laughs) Yo, I can rap for you right now. I'll rap about you. Watch this shit. Yeah, I'm just waiting for a hot beat. I don't rap without beats. I gotta wait until we get a beat dropped, I don't, and then I'll I, I fucking don't know rap. I have a beat. Hold on. Yo, it's all right. If you don't, I got some shit. Here's. Let me know. Here's the beat. Oh, you got a beat? It might be starting. Yeah. All right. Listen to this. I clicked it. Yo, I ain't here. All right. There we go. Yeah. Yo, I went to Canada. I was gonna meet up with my boy Frankie McDonald, but instead, I met up with my girl Imogen. In the retirement area It's like the Florida of Canada We went to a dispensary and we got fucked Yeah, we got so fucked Oh fucking high as fuck It was fucking cool I never fucking smoked before so it was weird And Jim was like, yo, calm the fuck down, Driz And I was like, nah, this is fucking cool And then we played some Pac-Man We played a lot of Pac-Man Yo, I like ate a bunch of pills and shit Yo, I got so fucked up that day. Me and Imogen. Imogen is fucking cool, but I got fucked up. I don't think I'm ever gonna hang out with Imogen before ever again. Cause I like fucking threw up on everything. I threw up on everything in Imogen's house. I threw up on all her cool shit. And she was like, Driz, you fucking suck. You never allowed over here again. And I was like, but Imogen, but Imogen, like, 
I won't get high with you again. And she's like, get the fuck out of here, Driz. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Wow, it sounded like you embarrassed yourself, Driz. I like it. I like it. Uh, definitely decent. Blowing uh, shit. So, you know, it's good. He's got so fucked up, he vomited everywhere. He just threw up on your stuff. <laughs> She's just like, I had a drink. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> Oh, I feel like that's what it's like when you do and you talk to Frankie. You just have to drink mm-hmm. and deal with yeah. it. He's a bit of a drinking game. Uh, I want every conversation yeah. with him. Make it a drinking game, man. Have you watched any of our conversations with Frankie? Um, Frankie has sent me a bunch. Yeah, you should watch all of them. They're all great. <laughs> they're all wonderful. They're mostly Drizz songs. Yeah, they're mostly just the Drizz rapping. And they're... I think in one, I was eating a Frankie McDonald action figure. I think oh, we got a Frankie McDonald action figure. There was one where Hold he on. was making out with a wooden uh, uh, jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. Uh, oh. Well. Yeah, he, he does some dirty things when we talk to Frankie. <laughs> Well, I am interested. <laughs> right, do you do you have video of us, Imogen? Uh, I can see you if that's all right, what you all need. Right. Check that out. Mm. Ooh, nice. That's a Frankie. That's a Frankie McDonald. Uh, I feel like uh, half of that's bigger. Half yeah. of that's been in Slim's mouth. Yeah, I think I've swallowed all Frankie. Eat <laughs> <laughs> off. <laughs> I'm surprised it still has pain. <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> I thought it was just drawn back on. Oh, is he like posing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the cable there. He's doing good. <laughs> What's in that cup? That one's just water. <laughs> I gotta offset all my shit. That's, that's what I do with my coffee. Like, I have the coffee just in case. Just in case I need something else. Something else. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta mix it. Keep your salad going. <laughs> Keep your salad <laughs> tossed. Yes. Oh, oh. Ooh, is that that's a pineapple. pineapple. Oh, nice. All right. Pipe. Very fancy. I feel is that like- just the same <laughs> weed? Did you just distribute the same weeds throughout I would feel all like you'd your have a sweeter weed? Oh, right. Would it be different weeds, or is it just like you just like loaded them all up with the same weed? Oh, those are all different weeds. Oh, okay. And I don't know what they are, so. It's like playing Russian roulette with weed. Nice. was that one from the pineapple? Was that good? It's delicious. All right. Describe uh, the describe the notes to us. The the the. <laughs> uh, old and dry. <laughs> a little. Uh, see, I want to make a joke about your mom, but <laughs> it's not the direction I usually go. <laughs> Gotta cough to get off. Yeah. <laughs> what makes things magic. <laughs> Wait. But that was a solid hoot, though, so I'm nice. going to be feeling that for a minute. <laughs> Imogen, where can everybody find you? Uh, Instagram. I stalk around Instagram. I spent a lot of time in that shithole. Oh, fuck uh, yeah. Is that a, is that a pet? That's is, a cat. Is it a cat? It looks like a pig. Oh, it is a cat. Okay. Is that a hairless cat? Oh, yeah. it's one of those like perch. Per, uh, Whoa. Oh, wow. He's, <laughs> he's wearing, I like the he's pumpkin. He's evil uh, and shirt amazing. That he's wearing. <laughs> That's a hairless cat. Those are cool like cat. $50 million, right? 
Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> They're Egyptian. Oh. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah, it's Malibu. He's just hanging out. Slim's cat. Yeah, I'm gonna try to grab him. Slim, Slim's trying to get his cat. Oh, is that what he was coming for? The the taste stations. Oh. He figured it's time. Oh, it, he figured it's cookie outside. time. So. Yeah. Come here, bud. <laughs> cat eating a cookie. Good boy. Uh, my cat's oh, Slim's cat's MIA. But oh my god, he's oh. awesome. Yeah. That's my little dude. He's actually got his own Facebook page. Does he? What is it called? Uh, Morbo Fishpaw. Morbo Fishpaw. I'm definitely going to find him. Yeah, man. He's he's named after uh, John Waters' character. Nice. So, yeah, John Waters in, I think it was Female Trouble, uh, one of Divine's last movies. She played the character of Francine Fishpaw. And John Waters is just the king of trash. I absolutely fucking love, love, love him. And, uh, yeah, and as a baby, this little animal looked like the alien from News, uh, Futurama. <laughs> uh, did you Fiddler. say pink flamingos? <laughs> fucking classic, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You are, you're, you're a metamorphosis. <laughs> She's yep. morphing again. Yes. Uh, it's morphing time. Oh, my All God. All right. Now we're like a space right. thing. Now. Thank you, man. There we go. Nice. Nice. Imogen, we have to wrap this up, but thank you so much for talking to us and smoking with us and drinking with us and catting with us. <laughs> I do love that cat. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Choke hard, fellas. <laughs> choke on it choke on it uh we uh, when all this goes up i will send you all the links and i'll tag you in all all of it perfect thank you so much no problem thank talk you. soon later oh morbo fish paw <laughs> <laughs> take care we'll talk soon recording stop okay so cool we'll be back in a minute uh with base guy rob and slim show Base guy, base guy show, base guy show. How are you, dude? Good, slim show. Yeah, <laughs> you know show. it. Going show, show. We're showing, we're showing we it show. all. Look at you in your, show. in your show. He's over like, there. Oh, I have fancy? three cameras here, so the computer just picked one by random. So dude. sorry about that. That's you are okay. three times the show. Um, we are, man. I'm trying to get your picture here. I, I don't think I can do this anymore. It's weird. Well, I'm just sitting in bed, nudes, smoking <laughs> a cigar. You know, <laughs> on the ceiling, yeah. relaxing. Yeah. Ooh, Dude, look guy. at you. Look at you over there. How have you been, brother? I know you took I, a break for a while, right? Uh, a wee bit, yeah, because they uh, my my apartment was reconstructed or something like that, and they put in a new floor, so now I can like roll around the floor on my chair. It's oh, pretty that's cool. cool. That's cool. That's great. Uh, and uh, I know you've been rocking. I've been watching your videos. I saw your first video of 2022, and you had the Frankie on. You guys were doing it right. Who's Frankie? Who? Frankie McDonald. Mac. MacDonald. MacDonald. McDonald. It's McDonald. <laughs> yeah, well, the Americans. They always say yeah, the Mac. Thanks for having me, Robin Slim. How are you guys? <laughs> yeah. We're good. We're good. How are you? How are your How are your holidays, dude? 
good. It was just like I'm I'm loving this whole lockdown, whatever it is. Like you just stay at home, you don't speak to anybody, you stay away from everything. You guys got another one. We didn't get the we we don't get no lockdowns. I mean, this whole new phase of it is extremely uh, contagious, but we've not gotten another lockdown. Well, our uh, the president of uh, Quebec, wh- whom I'm related to directly, Francois Legault, the premier. Wow. He uh, he put out a new rule today saying that he wants to tax uh, or give a fine to all the unvaccinated people. So it's getting pretty fascist over here. Yeah, like that's something like they talked about certain things here and there here, but I feel like you can't do that. I, I don't know. I think fun fun has been canceled. Cancel culture is out there, and you know it's it's hard to say anything anymore. Well, you guys just say whatever the hell you want. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, whatever, whatever. No, we we that's uh, a lie. We spend like hours and hours before the show, like kind of cutting out things, like oh well, we can't say that. Like we we have a really long like prep time that we spend script everything, yeah. and we're very careful. You edit everything out. We edit everything out. That's we dance yeah, around. We, we dance around. Yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. do you feel like you're like I do? I feel like I'm just editing myself in real time, with, like with everything <laughs> in the world. Yes. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, yeah. How do I present this? How do I present this? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I I actually think um uh just joking around about editing the show and stuff, but like doing the show is the one time that I don't edit myself. That I just go, oh, I'm drinking. We're doing a radio show. I can say what the fuck I want. Where, yeah. like, in real life, I have to, like, stop and yes. walk on eggshells and not say this and not say that and not think this. Maybe not think, but you know what I mean. Or, or phrase it a little <laughs> yeah. differently. Yeah, like. yeah we well, no, This is just all, like, oh, this is what we do. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. It's, it's scary, the censorship thing, because eh? it's like the coronavirus, the cure could be worse than the the thingy you know so yeah by censoring yourself it's all the whole world it could be worse than the you know it's called communism and fascism and all that for a reason mm-hmm. you can't just stop people from thinking and have but you shouldn't ever direct your stuff at one person but if you're broadly speaking and you're just shooting the shit and whatever and and like I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I'm going to say. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Terrified. Terrified. Just embrace it. Just embrace the scaredness and, and roll the <laughs> dice. Roll the dice sometimes. Like, I was listening to your uh, last guest there, and uh, as Slim was saying, the whole morph suit thing, that's bugged me for years, man. I remember talking about that with you before. <laughs> Larry fixed it. We're recording now. Woo. I feel sorry for anyone listening to this segment. Yeah. The technical. Like, What's going on? No. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Goddamn, base guy. How did Frankie win Mike the Can Man's ratings, and what did we do wrong? Hmm. I mentioned he was on my show today because I do Frankie every Wednesday for just 15 minutes. Uh, the same day as your guy's show, but I do it during the day. And Canman was there, and I was like, Canman, your favorite guy is Robin Slimmer. Uh, I'm going to be on their show tonight. And he said that uh, he's still not talking to you guys unless the situation is like, unless you redeem yourself or rectify well, the Oh, see, I, I, the last time I was on your show in the in the comments, we were watching live, and I said, I love you, Canman. And he said he loved us too, so I thought we were okay. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Well, don't why don't know. you tell Camman that we're ending? Like, be like, this yeah. is the last time to be on the Robin Slim show. Like, he's never going to be able to, like, he's not going to have any closure. 
I definitely blocked I, I, him. I, I, I definitely... have a heart for the guy. I don't hang out with him or talk to him or anything, but he shows up and he's so keen and I have no idea what he's talking about all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of tracking. I don't know. <laughs> Is that a word? Let, let, let us here. Here we go. Here's Mike the Can Man. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Michael Mahone. Yum, 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 <laughs> oh my goodness i heard a part of my song there at the beginning Is that, that right? was part of your song yes that was from your show oh okay you said okay <laughs> oh brilliant that was fast <laughs> and he did the cat he did that cat uh, impression in yeah, like yeah, another part i used to have a cat on my show <laughs> all the time a cat just came into my life for five years and he was on my bass amplifier every time i was jamming on my little silly show and uh, he would always say, oh, it's Scarlet the Fluffy Cat. And he kept coming to see the cat. <laughs> Isn't the internet amazing? It is. It's, it's the most amazing thing. And I feel like it's we never would have crossed paths if it wasn't for the internet, Jack. I, 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 Frankie. Totally. totally. You... I, I, saw, I saw Frankie on my last week. I used to live in Scotland and Europe and stuff. On my last day there, that was about 11 years ago, I was watching Frankie all the time. And I never thought in a million years I, like I'd make a show and then he would be on it and then he was and then I met you guys. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's 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 uh, a double-edged sword. It's a blessing and a curse. Yeah, he's a great guy and he's uh, he brings people together and yeah. uh, there, there's stuff going on there. Right? You, sometimes you don't catch on, but it really is hyper intelligent guy. He knows what's going on. He really is. He really is, and he really does. Oh man, what do you, what do you have planned, for, Jack? You're I feel like you're still going super strong. I'm still trying to go super strong, and the, the better the show gets or the technology or the more I put into it in my whole life, the worse it does. So I'm trying to, I'm taking, I'm trying to, it's hard. I've been doing it eight years. That They had to put in a new floor in my little apartment to get me off the show <laughs> during that break. That's what it took. I've just been doing it forever. And I took a step back and I'm taking, I'm trying to take a step back. It's going to take a while. I just, I'm just going to go do what I used to do. Go on. Well, I am. I go on live whenever I feel like it without really telling anyone and I just play music and, and fuck the whole show thing and everything. I'm just going to jam and there's like two people there and then one of them leaves and then I'm playing the banjo or the bass guitar and then I just leave. That's what I'm do, going back do, to. Do you get the guy who just comes on to say hey and then like leaves every week? Because I, I get that all the time with the, the yeah. DH. The DH. Yeah, he exactly. Comes in, he's you, like, you set up the whole studio. It takes like 12 hours and you get all the equipment going and you practice all weekend and some guy comes on and goes, you suck. <laughs> oh, I get the holler. What's holla, up, guys? Holla, hey. And then you respond and he's, he's not there anymore. I called him out on it tonight. <laughs> it, it's gone like I had a honeymoon stage where when I did the show I it was unbelievable <laughs> it went through the roof there was people everywhere and thing there was mail every day and Americans were coming to my house in Montreal at my window during a live show yeah it was just and, and then it completely died an epical death and now I think it's because like every single person in the world has a podcast and is a photographer and a musician and has a show and yeah. there's more people with shows than people watching them so yeah. I think it's changed. That's what it is. And did, did you change your studio, Jack? I, I feel like it looks a little different than it did. Yeah, last time. like you're just seeing the one cam here. I'm not in studio mode, but I've uh, a new floor. I made a wall. I put up new equipment. I've been 
putting my life into it and I roughly make like three dollars a week. Oh wow, so we've never gotten that. We've you never gotten bucks yet, no? No. Did we ever make we made it back in the day, I feel. Yeah, I feel like originally people were throwing us money here and there, but nothing too big. Yeah, but now it's, it's Do you feel like now it's oversaturated and that's why some people are taking a step back because it's just like there's just so much stuff going on. I don't even know what oh, I've Lord. got I've got Criterion, I've got Netflix, I've got Disney, I've got like all these things going on, and then Frankie's doing twenty-seven shows, and there's just like so many things going shows. on. Like, and I don't think any of them like is going to come onto my show and go, "Oh yes, that's a Stanley Clark baseline that you're playing from 1977." <laughs> no, it's not going to happen. Never, never. Oh, there it is. I feel like the Driz would be the guy that that oh. caught on to that though. He's ahead of his time, though, the Driz. Yeah. You got a, you got a song, Driz? Yeah, I always have a song. Do you want me to get my bass and all that? Yo, of course I want your bass. Yes, that would be a total. I, I zoned out of this conversation. What am I singing about? The Driz song. Yeah, all We're right. We're talking about astrophysics and the expansion of the universe. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I got this. Do it. Okay, let me hook it up here one second. Can I come up with... Yeah. yeah, so let me tell you a little bit about astrophysics. Astrophysics are like astronauts, they're in the astro field. That means they're in outer space. Which in scientific terms we call the astral world. The astral world. The astral world is expanding. There's an expansion coming out this summer. It's like the fifth expansion to the universe. You didn't like expansion two. Nor did you like three or four but five. Son, I'm telling you, it's gonna be lit. They've got all the stuff you've asked us for. Like, remember when you really wanted all that stuff? We listened. All that stuff is in Astro. Universe Expansion 5, that's right. We got more than you've ever wanted. Plus all the stuff you wanted. We hope you like it. No glitches here. With a real slim, uh, please stand up. Uh, What's your name again there? Yeah, the Driz. Slim, uh, the Driz. The real Driz, please stand up. Please stand up. Yo, you gonna buy Universe Expansion number five? I thought that shit sounds hot. <laughs> that was good, man. You, you're amazing, Chris. Yeah. Sounded terrible. Yeah, you think so? I thought it was good. I want to buy Expansion five. I love you guys, and I think you're awesome. I, I, I sneakily tune in and watch all your shows and stuff, and I think you guys love are that. hilarious. Thank That's you. great. Thank That's you. great. Uh, we love you, base guy. What do you have planned for the next show? Um, or the next year? I think I'm going to just play every Friday night. That's kind of my new schedule. And I'm just going to 
like I did all this Halloween shit and then I did all this Christmas stuff and it was hard work and exhausting. So I, I like when seasons and holidays are over and then I'm just going to jam what I, whatever I feel like, like jazz, funk, pop, you know, all the stuff that everyone's not into anymore. What did you do for New Year's though? Did you went on live New Year's uh, close yeah, to midnight, I did. And, right? And Frankie McDonald phoned in. I didn't ask him to. He phoned oh, in live yeah, during I saw that. his midnight uh, countdown, Hogmanay, and we celebrated New Year's uh, twice, once here in Montreal and then once with Frankie McDonald and he hung out with us. That's so cool. That's so cool. He is the best. He's he's the life bringer, I feel. I was touched that he called me for New Year's Eve, you know, because he knows of a billion people. So yeah. we partied. So I think I feel like randomly he we every now and then we get like missed calls from him. Like he calls even when we're not on. Yeah, he, he, he wants to know how you're doing and what you're up to and what's gonna be best for you next. And he genuinely means it. Like I think he really cares for people. Yeah. He does. And he's yeah. like, you need to do this to get there, to go to the next thing. But he's doing that with, like, probably 50 people on a weekly basis. And yeah. He's like, did you get your shot yet? Your shot's on this date. And he, I, I just think he's a wonderful, wonderful dude. He is. And I feel like he really looks out for, for everybody that he's cool with. Except for and that I Dylan him, kid. I met him in real life. Eh? I know. And, like, he just he just stood there and stared at us. Like, he looked right into your eyes. And it was really freaky in a cool way. <laughs> Wow! Yeah, he's he asked us like so many Dylan times to come up. Yeah, no, he doesn't like Dylan anymore, but he won't tell us about it. Mm. Yeah, sometimes he, the best way Frankie puts it is he just says that's the way people are. That sometimes that's just yeah. the way people are. I feel like that dude was <laughs> trying to like latch on and like, maybe that's what it was, or or make something that that he wasn't at with Frankie. I don't know. I don't Could know. be. I can't. I can't you know, say anything about it because I don't know what happened, but yeah. I feel like that guy was trying to take advantage of Frankie, but I don't know. It's good <laughs> that he can stand up for himself than Frankie, you know? He yeah. doesn't need to be taken care of. He's taking care of you. Yeah, That's true. Yes. And we're all talking about him all the time, so he's doing something yeah. right. Yup. I, I still saw- don't know why he hasn't cut out the Drizz yeah, because the yeah. Driz is like trying to move in on his dad and stuff. Yeah, weird. the Driz tried to like do something <laughs> with his dad. I feel like last week, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he tolerates the Driz because yeah. Rob and Slim are so. Yeah, crazy. he's just like, all right, I'll just deal with the Driz because yeah. you know they let the Driz in. So and I like Rob and Slim. Rob and Slim kind of like the Driz. I feel I don't like really the Driz like is trying to be yeah. Frankie's new stepmom. I don't know. <laughs> My my brother doesn't do like internet stuff or whatever, but I should hook my brother up with you guys. He lives in Scotland. He's my younger brother. Yeah, does he and, rap? Uh, he can rap ev- like every single Eminem song off by heart. Yeah, last speed old. of light. Yeah. Yo, I rap a lot about Scotland. Yeah, I got this so, one song that I've been working on about Scotland. It goes like this. I'm gonna go down to Scotland. I'm gonna wear one of those skirts, those really short skirts the Scottish guys wear. And I'm gonna have some bagpipes. Yeah, I'm gonna play the bagpipes. And it's gonna sound like... Yeah, bagpipes. That's right. I'm gonna go to Scotland. I'm gonna wear a skirt. And I'm gonna play the bagpipes. Hanging out with bass guys, brother. Hanging out with bass guys, brother. Playing the bagpipes. 
And base guy's brother went down. Power Rangers. Yeah, that's right. We fought a bunch of bad guys, me and base guy's brother, in Scotland. We beat them with our bagpipes. <laughs> I'm going to hook you guys up for a rap battle before you guys finish your show off. That would be the, that would be <laughs> the best. He, he's not a rapper. He just likes to have fun with it, and he memorizes stuff. And I don't know how he does it because yeah. I can't remember anything. <laughs> I think the jurors just wants to fight crime with your brother. I think mm. that's what he just told me. They, who, he wants who, to. What? The Driz wants to crime fight with your brother. Oh, awesome! Yeah, <laughs> the, he figures. He, he used to do that when he was younger. He used to go and uh, walk around the neighborhood and he would clean up garbage off yeah. the ground until once the police came and said, "What are you doing?" You know, and like scared the shit out of him and say, you shouldn't be here. And he was picking up trash. So that's what I feel like is how the Driz started. That's Driz's origin story. Yeah, I used to fight crime when I was a kid, too. I wasn't picking up trash or anything. I was just beating up homeless guys because they were stealing property. Yeah. Getting in the way of capitalism. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you ain't paying to be here. And I beat him. Yeah. Was I in your mom's bed, Driz? <laughs> <laughs> so, how, what are you guys doing? You're you're finally like uh, you're you're finalizing. I meant to say your show. You're coming yeah. to an end. We're wrapping it up, and yeah, it's a, it's been eight it, years, basically. As you know, Jack, it is. It's exhausting at times. I'm, so. I'm the same. I'm on eight years now. Eight years oh, solid. Wow. I'm, I'm we eight years burned, brothers. So. Yeah, we're eight-year bros, but yeah, dude, it is, it's like a whole nother full-time job, and it, it gets to be a lot, and I just know the last couple times we've taken breaks, it doesn't even feel, you don't even so feel I was rested. just watching yesterday, Bob Saget was on that television show for eight years, and he mm-hmm. said in an interview that it just, after eight years, it was just too much, he, he was, you have to move on. That's yeah. a, that, that, he, I didn't even realize, and yeah, he, he did he move on. on. But yeah, <laughs> no, like well, that. I didn't mean that. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I never. He jokes about his own yeah. anything. So <laughs> yeah, that's why I said we were talking earlier, and we were making some jokes. And I feel like if we talked on break, if anybody would be laughing from the afterlife, it would be him. Yeah, he, he was. He was a, a a great one of my favorites. He did the aristocrat joke. Yes. Dirtier than any comedian on that whole movie. Yes, there was like that. He nailed it. He went deep. You know, he went. He got bad. Yeah, yeah. And, and and there's not any like bad stuff out there that I know of about Bob Saget. Just other just than like about hey, the old shit he, he said or yeah, up he, to. Just... He's he was the Full House guy and he's a dirty comedian. But other than that, like everybody loved Bob Saget. He yeah. was a good guy. He wasn't involved in any weird shit or anything. Like he's just like a good dude. Even just <laughs> when. He's a sweetheart. He's yeah. a super nice guy. He, he says that he might say the filthiest worst thing ever, but that's the whole thing. It's the English language, and if you're a comedian, you're supposed to play with it and tease it. And and if we actually yeah. put up walls and say you can't do this, you can't say that, you can't do this, that's gonna that's a huge problem. That's scary. Yeah, that's when we all we're all fucked. We're all fucked. So I'm like, against yeah. cancel culture as fuck. I just want to say that yeah. publicly. Agreed. Agreed. But I think, I, it, I think it's stupid. And it's a form of low IQ, basically. Yes, I agree with that. But also, there is a point where, like, you can't have hate speech out there. Like, no, you can't. Yeah, you can't say, you, you got to be like, you can't say things that are like stupid, like yeah. that would hurt people. Like, 
Because we've been going at it with this one guy. Like, this has been going on for months. And that's what he does. He does, like, straight-up hate speech and all Well, that. and the thing is but, with that specific guy that you're talking about is that he... There's no context to anything that he's saying. He just thinks that, like, oh, if I say all this shitty shit, it's going to entertain people. Like, yeah, he's not thinking gonna, about anything. He just like thinks... shock value. Yeah. yeah he just thinks that like negative uh, saying cocksucker and motherfucker and, like, that makes him fucking cool, but it doesn't. You're yeah. not saying anything. Yeah. You're that's just... That's like narcissism. That's, like, just exactly. shock that's, value. That's and, negative attention. It's, and that's exactly it's supply, you know? Yeah. Yup. That's exactly what it is, dude. It's it's fuck. It's I don't fuck. mean like go around and like just like that, like just be rude and like be mean towards people or things. But I, I what I don't like is like you can't tell like George Carlin that he's wrong and he shouldn't have said all that stuff because he had a fucking point. Yes, and he and he went somewhere with it. Yeah, I think so. Joan Rivers was like that too. She was brilliant and quite rude and out there, and it made made you sit up a bit and like listen, you know. Yeah. But it, yeah. it's also, Jack, I think what you're getting at is, like, you shouldn't have to um, edit yourself, like we said earlier. Like, you shouldn't have to edit yourself when you speak in real life. Like, I shouldn't have to have a conversation with someone and think, like, oh, should I not say that? Should I reword it like this? Like, I shouldn't have to walk on eggshells. Or I should to be think able to that say they what could I've... have been recording it and you could have gotten exactly. trouble for, for I, I, something. I shouldn't. Nobody should be losing their jobs because I made this post on Facebook or Twitter. Well, totally or, slim. You're right. You're like yeah. walking around thinking like I can't say this or that, and then they've won and you're scared. Yeah, and yeah. They have. It's about control and power. They're actually defeating the thing that they're they're like being kind of hypocritical by saying don't do this and don't do that, and they're they're being the ones saying don't do this and don't do that. And then if they if they win, then you get nothing interesting. You get nothing entertaining. You just get nothing. You get. Yeah. Just watered-down bullshit. And I'm the first person in the world to, like, just love everybody in equality to the point where it's a flaw. And I, I actually get in trouble all the time because I assume that everyone's nice and people care and people are, have empathy. And then half my fucking neighbors, like, stab me in the back because I'm thinking that they're going to be nice. Yeah. But secretly they're everyone's oh. like humans are really weird and insecure and they're all like mm -hmm. poking each other and stabbing at each other. You know, it's kind of, it's sad. Yeah, it is. Jack, we have to wrap it up, dude, but it's been a blast. Yeah, well, F you too, man. <laughs> yeah, fu <laughs> fuck off, ja fuck Jack. Fuck y'all. How's fuck this? Fuck y'all. 2022 in the house. How's this knife feel on your back, Jack? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, what a I dick. I have a bad back. So I know. Oh, that's what I said. So Yo, that was really my dick, so I hope it feels good. <laughs> yeah. Every time I've come on your show, I've said to myself, be nice, just relax, don't talk about no. politics or anything deep, and I be fail mean. every single time. Oh, I thought you were going to oh. say, you, you you just end up thinking in your head, like, fuck these guys, I'm yeah. never going on again. Well, fuck Slim no. specifically, he's yeah. just like, fucking the, the Drizz is an asshole. Dude, we love you, though. We're yeah. so grateful that we've been able to connect so many times over the years. Sorry for heaving shite, as they say in Scotland, and thank you for having yeah. Robin Slim and uh, Driz and the other guy whose mum wouldn't let him come back. Yo, yeah, bagpipes grabbed him. And Slim yeah. and Driz bagpipes. Driz bagpipes for E. How does it sound? How bagpipes sound? Thank you for having me, and I love you guys. And enjoy your like next ten year break before you come back and do something different. It, it's it's gonna be at least a year, Jack. I'm definitely gonna yeah. be laying around in my own filth for a year. 
Well, a lot of we'll be back better and stronger. I can't promise that we'll probably never be back. Yeah, but or in a different form. But we'll reincarnate somewhere else. It'll be like uh, a Super Saiyan form of some sort. Super Saiyan God. (laughs) Later, Jack. Super Saiyan God three. We won't play. Take care, guys. Thanks (laughs) for having me. Thanks for coming on, man. Talk soon. Am I a joke to you? Yes, you are a fucking joke. You fucking suck. You've always sucked. You, you, you know why we haven't fought in years? Because you're an embarrassment to me, and I don't need you anymore. I don't need anybody. All I do is eat ass and 69 Nintendos, bro, every day. Or maybe you hate me because I am the only man to see how far you have fallen. I used to fear you, respect you. Now all that's left is pity for a sad, drunk shell of a man, too afraid to see how alone he truly is. 